once again. Here we go. This is Gone Mental, episode 125, here at Real Punk Radio. Delmonas off of a big beat compilation called Singles Going Steady with Coming Home Baby and I believe I played that on a previous episode but I thought it was rather fitting for this particular episode. Um, didn't have it confirmed last week so I didn't give you guys a heads up but we got a guest host this week. Uh, this is a guest host I've been working on scheduling a time for a while and shit got stupid. <laughs> Things happened in my life where I wasn't able to commit. Well, fuck it, we figured it out. We have Ariel, bass player extraordinaire from Assassin's local garage, all-girl greatness. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Me too. <laughs> so, hold on, I just say something. Me? Oh, yeah. hello. Okay, I'm sorry. I just I oh. wasn't I wasn't seeing was the like talking too quiet. No, I wasn't seeing the the microphone level jumpy oh, things moving before. So I just want to make sure it was. But it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm just, really chatty until all of a sudden I had to talk into a microphone. I was like, oh gosh. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's why I have to drink so much when I do these. <laughs> it's kind of fun though. Like we're news anchors. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not exactly news. I, I oh, have yeah. done. I have done music news stuff on here before, but nothing so much that I would call news. 
Hold on, I'm texting because I'm professional. It's okay. I can't it's text. No, nothing's worse <laughs> than, I think, when, uh, I think it was when Sprinkles from Dead Bundy guest hosted. I'm like, shit, I have to go to the bathroom really fucking bad. <laughs> Fake it till I get back. And, like, I think, I think he had to talk for, like, eight minutes. Just, like, by himself. <laughs> Didn't know how to start this set. Just entertain. I, I still haven't gone back to listen to how that went, but... That's really funny. Yeah, I wondered that. I'm like, gosh, what if you have to go to the bathroom? Uh, that's that's why I try to pick long sets, at least at least one long set during the show, so I just hold out for that one long set. That's why we have the bathroom down here now, oh, so yeah. I don't have to run upstairs or use the laundry room sink. <laughs> oh, I used my grandma's sink once. <laughs> <laughs> Did she know? No. I won't tell. All right, so you got the playlist set up for today. Do you want to go in and let's get that started? Yeah. So what do we got going up? Um, AFI uh, from their Black Sails and the Sunset album, which is my favorite AFI album. Uh, it's called The Last Kiss. All right, let's go.
Alright. So, Ariel. Yes. How's it going? Really good. What'd we hear? Um, well, the second song was Agent Orange, Everything Turns Gray. That's a really good song. That's, that's, I, I, we've discussed this before we went on air here. I've said this many times in the past, but that Agent Orange, Living in Darkness, is one of the finest punk rock albums ever put out anywhere in any, any genre of punk. Um, it's probably one of the best records ever pressed in any format for any genre of anything <laughs> ever, anywhere. It's just, it's one of those albums that I feel so very strong. So when it, when you sent the playlist to me and I saw that Agent Orange was on there, I I may have actually played that song before once. Um, I think I did a set with one or two Agent Orange songs in an undertone track. Um, just because... Fuck you, it's my show. I don't have to go to play Psycho Billy. Um, but yeah, that's... fucking love that album. It's one of the best albums ever pressed. Yeah, it's great. I like that band. I like the way they kind of incorporate, like, surf. I, I don't... Unfortunately, I haven't been able There's to get like, into any of their other albums. Uh, I have two other albums of theirs, and I just... You don't feel it? I, I don't at all. And that's... It's sad. It's like I figure that if I listen to them enough, that maybe it'll just click someday. <laughs> but it's like... Living in Darkness is like... As soon as I heard the first fucking chord of the first fucking track, it's like, just, yeah, fucking, I just fucking got it. I just fucking felt it immediately. And That's good. The vocals are super distinct. That guy singing, he has a, yeah. a distinct voice. Yes. Their cover of Miserloo is fucking great. Mm-hmm. There's a billion covers of Miserloo, but theirs is, is They add the perfect a, edge that makes it not a boring... Yeah, it's not that the original's boring. As yeah, much, well, but, you know. the Dick Dale's Miserloo is not boring. Dick Dale has some fucking boring songs. Yeah, he, uh, he does have some boring songs. I, the I I do like Dick Dale. I've never seen him live. He was just here this last gosh in like January. Every time or he comes to town, I'm shocked well, that he's still he alive. He's at the Caboose. Well, his son's playing with him now, I guess. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know. He has a son. I don't know how old he is, but he has a son. He's like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's he basically invented the genre, and yeah. that genre has been around for a really long time. Yeah. So he's got to be forms. at least a billion years old. <laughs> but. Well, you know, I had once read something they had said he's kind of like the father of metal. No, I'm not saying that. I but I, I can with see his that. Double picking I can style. see that. Yeah, because I mean, there's. He definitely has. I mean, metal has some of the most technical guitar work. I yeah. mean, it's. I've. I'm not a big I, metal I, I, person. I, I'm not terribly into metal, but I'm really, really into some metal bands. Um, and I grew up really into death metal, as we discussed mm-hmm. over the last set. But I mean, I, I definitely see that because metal is a lot of metal gets really poor things said about it from some of the fancy folks. But, I mean, it's 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 a music that a lot of like the the darker, heavier side of it is it, the music's actually very classically composed, yeah. and it's very technical. Like surf music is often very technical, so I I definitely see. Yeah, it is, seems super technical. I mean, I I struggle to play the washboard, but I, I there's no <laughs> way I could ever fucking play that kind of guitar. <laughs> I, can, I can play free fall at least. Like when I was in seventh grade, I could play free fall on my guitar. And that's about it. And Batman, the like, Batman. Theme. Oh, I'm free falling. 
Petty. Yeah, Tom Petty's a, a, a closet love of mine. Oh, wow. It's the first time I've publicly admitted it. I've usually got drunk and admitted it to, like, one person. I don't Can know I... if I've admitted it to uh, the thousands listening on the stream. I have something to admit, something that I secretly listen to yeah. before doing that. <laughs> Britney Spears. You like Britney Spears? I wanted to do that on purpose just now. Oh, you were gonna. Oh, oh you admitted it on purpose. I thought <laughs> yeah, for a yeah, second I um, thought you wanted to play it on no, the playlist. No, um, because I'm... I, I will allow you to play whatever you want, but I will not play Britney Spears <laughs> on Real Punk Radio. Well, that's why I felt like I had to admit um, that you know I I've been forced to listen to it at work for many years, and then I realized within the last year that. I really liked back, it. Back in... Uh, but I don't let anybody know that. Back in 98, I used to work at a comic book shop slash newsstand slash porno shop called Shinders. Well, that sounds wonderful. Um, downtown Minneapolis. It was, it was Officially, it was a bookstore, but they sold comic books, collectibles, and porn. Um, but I mean, it's like the only place, or one of the, like, the most known places you could work with, like a Mohawk, and like you could beat oh, up a customer yeah. and still have a job. <laughs> um, but I... You know, people would be known for, like, playing punk rock behind the counter. I made for, like, a week. I made everybody listen to the fucking Spice Girls. I borrowed a Spice Girls CD from a friend, and I played it my entire shift for, like, a fucking week. <laughs> that is so funny. I feel like my coworker used to torture me with it on purpose, all of his pop. And then I, I started just being like, it's not going to change. You might as well like it. Well, everybody else was listening to hardcore, and it was like, I, I like punk. I like, I like the stuff they were playing, and it was like... But part of me kind of liked that Spice Girl album. <laughs> like, in like, maybe a masochistic kind of way. <laughs> see, no, you're talking... See, I was a huge Spice Girls fan when I was in the uh, first... Uh, fourth or fifth grade, I remember seeing one of their music videos come up on Now you're just TV. making me feel old. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No. I remember seeing, like, these, like, neon blue gloves and all these vinyl, like, black leather boots and, like, vinyl skirts. And I was like, what is this? And I changed the channel, I was like, I can't look at that, what was it? And then I remember, like, turning it back, and I was hooked, like, I was, like, all about it. I mean, I loved the way they dressed, I, you know, I mean, now I'm like, oh, they were totally put together, but at the time, I mean, I was like, I, you know, that kind of inspired wanting to of be Of course they were put together, there was, there was the scary one, yeah, there's scary the spice. innocent one, there's Baby the spice. fancy one, Posh there's spice. the fat-ass one. Uh, Ginger and they're sporty. Yeah, there, there was all the prerequisite boy bands, <laughs> like, except they were girls. Yeah, I was never into the boy bands, but Spice Girls was like a staple. Shockingly enough, <laughs> I was also never into the boy bands. Really? I know it's <laughs> no. shocking. I know you'd be surprised. I you'd be like an NSYNC fan. Well, so, you know. You know, I maybe. did over. My sister was really into Color Me Bad, and I overheard the album a couple times. But other than that, <laughs> wasn't your thing. No, not really. Yeah. So, do you want to go to the next set? Yeah, sure. Um, should I say something about it? Yeah, just to, just oh, tell us yeah. what's coming up. Uh, so what's coming up is uh, the Gun Club, uh, the song like Calling Up Thunder. All right, let's go.
Directed by people in the chat and by Chris stopped in because she got home from work, so um, sorry. This is what happens when I'm drunk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to spell, but I'm, gosh, I can't. Oh, there. So, so Ariel. Yes? What did we just hear? Oh, yes. Sorry. Um, we just listened to, uh, actually, my band, um called Assassins, and uh, that song, the first, the second one was called Kill Kill, and then the third one was called Haji Shake, and they're off this new, like, um, record we are trying to get out and released in Spain. So hopefully we find out what happens with that soon, but, you know. Is that going to be here, locally, um, at all? No, well, originally it was just supposed to be a Spanish well, it's not in Spanish, but you know, a, a Spain a release. Because, because you know, I, I have money. Yes. No, I think we're gonna bring some. If it all, if everything ho- works the way we hope for, we should have some stuff be able to get sent to us. But we'll try to like keep it. You know, maybe like I don't know, uh, maybe like probably over a hundred. I don't really know. I'm making numbers up, honestly. Because I, I part of my interest is that I've been collecting over the past year, year and a half a collection of local music to send to some other real punk radio DJs uh, so ideally I'd like uh, to get a few copies but really honestly yeah. all I care about is myself <laughs> so I just want one so if you have a limited number I just want the one but if you have like copies that you are selling to people yeah. locally we should have some but I mean I need, we I gotta need, wait for it to I need four total so well, just just remember that. Number. I'll keep it in mind. I'm, you know. I mean, obviously you owe, you you <laughs> don't owe me anything. I'm not much of a business type gal. Um, Neither am I. I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not a business lady. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. If hopefully... I have no power suits. <laughs> I, I had a suit, but it doesn't fit me anymore. No shoulder pads, power suits. It might have shoulder pads. I don't know. I'll have to check. Oh, that that sounds kind of cool. I have a suit. I don't know if it has shoulder pads. It's, I don't know if it's a power suit. It, I don't think it fits anymore because I, I used to be fat. Oh. Now I'm just... I have a little bit of extra here. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just because I eat too much and I drink too much. It's not not because I'm unhealthy. I know. That's how I feel. It's like, gosh, I just love pizza and burritos so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really... I could eat, like, chicken and steamed broccoli I, every day, I, but I, have a feeling, I, I don't want to. I have a feeling that I would 
I mean, like when I was in high school, I was, you know, six foot tall, 130 to 120 pounds. When I turned 21, I gained like 10 pounds instantly. And then like a year later, I was 100 pounds heavier. I have a feeling that if I didn't drink at all, I'd be, I'd be probably anorexic looking. <laughs> you gotta get those calories in. Well, it's, you know, you have to have a balance of carbs and, and beer and whiskey are both carbs because they come from grains. Are, is whiskey a carb? I, I mean, they was... don't they don't technically have carbs, but they originate from carbs because they are made oh. from grains. I don't know as far as like the macronutrients where whiskey fits in. I don't think that's it fits in really anywhere because it's technically a poison. Whiskey? Well, alcohol is a poison. Oh, oh! If you drink too much. Well, if you drink any, technically it's a poison. The way your your body processes it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I sure didn't know that. Pure alcohol is, a, is an extremely toxic substance. The only way we can tolerate any of these beverages is that they're diluted to an extent. Oh. Whiskey off the uh, off the still is going to be clear and going to be probably twice as strong as this bottle here. A lot of it is the, the whiskeys are um, when they're in very mean barrel aged, they the, the alcohol evaporates to an extent. It's called the angel share. It's about one percent per year. Uh, as far as alcohol by volume and um, like things like vodka they just dilute with distilled water hmm. it's it's an extremely horrible toxin that we've just learned to enjoy it's fun it's like eating rat poison except we drink it <laughs> as you take a sip because it makes us charming <laughs> kind of some people well it makes some people charming it makes me just talk too fucking much I don't know I don't think so Oh, see, it's hard to. Oops. Yeah, it's hard. You when I do the the guest host, I I, I don't. Cause, like, I have don't to wanna... turn, look over my shoulder to do the chat. Yeah, you definitely got to multitask for this. It's hard enough when I'm by myself, but when the microphone placement with the guest, I need to maybe get a mixer and two microphones, so I don't have to look at my guests. So I can be more socially awkward. <laughs> clicking at the keyboard, not looking at anybody drinking. Well, see, it's fine. See, I'm very much an eye contact person, you know? Well, yeah. Like, oh, oh, we need to know where to buy this. Oh, darn it. Um, I think. Oh, yeah. So, so Brent in the chat, he frequently, oh, he, he has sent me messages. I have a personal vendetta against Zorch Radio who follows us because Brent has purchased more tracks or more albums from things that Zorch Radio plays with his excuses by the time Zorch comes on he's drunker and makes more impulse purchases. But Brent Brent when uh, when Adam from Reckless Ones was on, Brent bought every Reckless Ones album off iTunes. Oh wow. And I know, I know, Assassins are on, is it, is it Bandcamp? Um, this is why I don't usually do the stuff like this in the band. Because um, I, I, I know, maybe? I know the, 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 are the EPs that you put out? There's no actual full-length album that you guys have put out with, correct? No, the only full-length is the one that we're trying to get released overseas. Okay, so the, the, the albums that you put out, the, the, I think I've, I think from Bandcamp. I know you have the seven inch that I've yep. bought a handful of copies of just to send out to other Rip Punk Radio DJs. Um, I think I bought the last one on the Bandcamp page. 
Okay, cool. So then that must be where we go. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't shipped those out yet, but they're sitting in a drawer waiting for because I'm, I'm like every time I'm about to ship out like some other local band has a release of like I'm going to release an album in a couple weeks. And I wait to buy that one to send out. So that's really nice of you. Real punk radio DJs waiting for those shipments. I promised you like a year ago. They're waiting till people locally stop releasing albums. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. If I think that's where I've gotten most of your releases. I think I, the Bandcamp is where I've gotten all of your releases. So, uh, Brent, look for the assassins on Bandcamp. When I stop talking and start playing music, yes, Brent. I will. Uh, I will look up the link and put it in the chat. If any of the listeners want to uh, get some of the assassins' actual purchased music, full-length EPs, short playing. Or long playing short players. Was it the extended play? The, is that what EP stands for? Extended play when it's not really a terribly long. It's like four tracks or some I such. I actually never knew what EP stood for. I just I know LP stands thing. for long player, which is typically shorter than a full CD. Maybe I don't know. I, it was just a fancy term that I like to throw out. Like, yeah, we released an EP because it makes me sound like I know. But uh. I'm just happy to have the songs on a disc. You subscribe to the same science I do. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep it simple, you know. Do you want to go into the next set? Yeah. Uh, the first song of the next set is by one of my favorite uh, all-girl garage bands slash surf. They're called The Trash Women, and the song's called Perversion. Here we go.
Distracted. Sorry. Yet again, this episode. Oh shit, we have one set left, so we'll have to figure out what the last track's gonna be. So, um. So, Era, what do we just hear? Um, well, then the second song uh, is not The Chimes, quite a reputation. Uh, but I'll just, I'll skip and then explain that quick. Uh, then the third song was My Band Again, and that's. My earring just fell out of my ear. <laughs> uh, it's called Watch Out. We, we can pause while you pick that up if you'd oh, like. No, it's it's fine. It, the hole's not going to close. Not, we're not professional here. <laughs> well, looks... that, I never might grab that. I just don't want your dog to choke on it. On the, on the plastic. <laughs> I, I don't think he'd choke on it because he chews on lots of weird it, it's things. It's right here. Don't worry. I just don't want him to destroy it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, no, that the Chimes song, I thought it was, but I got that from uh, all these compilations uh, about girls in the 60s called Girls in the Garage. And, uh, hey, Mo- Monet's on the chat. Oh, hi, Monet. Oh, hey, Monet. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad she stepped in. Uh, my bandmate Monet says we are on iTunes. So, for everybody out there, 
check out iTunes if you want. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she says, I just missed it, but if you're talking about EP, it stands for Extended Play. <laughs> well, thank you. I, what's weird is the Extended Play is the short length one. And the long play is like... It's extended from the song. There you go. Oh. Well, it's it's a condenser mic, so it might pick up you. Oh. I don't know if it picks you up. Say something. <laughs> okay, you're far enough away, it might not pick you up. But uh, what my lovely wife said was that it's the extended uh, version of the single, so... I know that from tapes. <laughs> There you go. Science. <laughs> so, um... Well, um... Since we completely skipped this at the end of the third set where I normally talk about local upcoming events, would you like to talk about any shows that you guys are planning coming up? Yeah, actually we have one tomorrow night at Lee's Liquor Lounge and we get to open for the Coffin Cats. Yeah? And I, yeah, and I believe uh, Ross Kleiner and The Thrill is playing too, but no, no darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I drink too much. It's, I, I believe it's the Violent Shifters. Yes, Violent Shifters. Ross Kleiner and the Thrills are playing the Twin Cities Rockabilly See? Valiant Return the following Saturday. Oh. And uh, our first uh, Rockabilly Night at, at Club Underground that we've done in well over two years. Yeah, you guys haven't done that in a long time. We we well wow. we started the Rockabilly Night at Club Underground, at Club Underground in um, I believe in 2008 um, by accident, as many of the things I do are by accident. And then we went for a number of years. And then we switched to uh, the Hexagon, and we did two shows there as the Rockabilly Night at the Hexagon. And um, we decided to call it a day. We weren't happy with things as they were, and we decided to start up again, and we wanted to go back to the roots and start up again at Club Underground. So that's next Saturday the 17th. We have Ross Kleiner and the Thrill playing there, oh, along nice. with Dead Bunny and the Neat New Neats, okay. and uh, Rachel and the Ranch Hand Resistance. So that's we got a little bit of country, a little bit of, well, Ross Kleiner and the Thrill is kind of, a little bit of jump blues, a little bit of iron. Like the old rhythm and blues kind of, not the current R&B, but like the old school kind of R&B, kind of rockabilly and kind of, and the Dead Bundy playing the, the cycle that they play. Uh, but do you have any other events coming up? Yes, we do. So we have that Coffin Cat show tomorrow night. Um, March, or no, May, we're in May, oh my gosh. Uh, May 25th. We are playing at Memory Lane's Block Party Sunday afternoon. I cannot believe that that Block Party is coming up so soon. I can't wait. I feel I like love we're that. I That's feel so like we're still fun. in winter. Yeah, well, we aren't anymore. You have to snap out of the technically, winter. Technically, we're not. Yeah, technically. And then we get to play a, a show May 30th. It's a Friday night at a First Ave Main Room. Um, for an uh, event put on by the Girls Got Rhythm, the people where they got all these girls to come out. Didn't that historically go on in St. Paul here? Yeah, it did. Well, now they're switching it up. They aren't doing that, and they're doing a thing called Girl Germs. And it's a whole bunch of local bands covering uh, 
girl like fronted female music acts and like uh, Assassins were doing some trash women the head coaches Patty Smith right so we're kind of we're blending it because we, we wanted to do a homage to more than just one nice know. so that that should be a fun show nice so should we go into this last full set yeah or should sure. we bullshit some more it's uh, up to you it's, it's, your, mean, it's your show tonight Oh, uh, Are you bored of talking? No, I I love talking. I'm a no, you don't. Talker. It's true though. I get in trouble for it at work all the time. Well, like, if, you, if you want to keep talking, I mean, I got like three minutes and fifty seconds on the bed music right now. Uh, George is giving our blessing or giving their blessing to go long. So if you want to talk for the oh, next three wants, minutes, what? what uh, otherwise, we can go into the, the oh. music that you picked out to go on next. No pressure. It's just your decision. You oh. decide how the show goes. Um, let's you are the you are the guest host, <laughs> but you're the host. You just this is your show basically tonight. Well, uh, how about another minute of talking? I guess is that how this works? <laughs> it's it's up to you. You decide how this works. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not the boss anymore. I'm just the guy that pushes the buttons on the robot over here. Oh uh, well, and sure. I pour you. Would you like another drink? Uh, yes, please. What, what what would you like? Uh, can I just have a little bit more of that whiskey? I don't have any ice down here. Is that okay? I don't need any ice. I'm going to drink it like you do, Dan. I'm going to drink it, uh, as they say. Neat. <laughs> uh, neat. neat. The word I'm is neat. It neat. When there's no ice in there and it's just whiskey pouring into a glass, to convince ourselves that we're not alcoholics, we are classy, we call it neat. Thank you. And yes, I'm drinking very neatly. <laughs> For the record, this is more the bullet rye that we drink every episode. And it tastes really good, uh, too. I moved on to beer because I've already had my two glasses that I allow myself every episode. Wow. You got it down to a science. I just cry a lot when I wake up in the morning on Fridays. <laughs> is this true, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I just get up way too early on Friday to do this on Thursday nights. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. The secret is to cry in the shower. So <laughs> that is the secret. Cry in the shower. Remember that, listeners, if you have to cry, cry in the shower so no one can see your tears. <laughs> At my job, because I work retail, sometimes if I've had a bad day, I'll go and sit inside like a clothing rack and just <laughs> let it all out. <laughs> I did that when I was a child, too. I would I would go inside the clothing rack and cry and say, Mommy, why can't you fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll spy on customers from inside clothing racks sometimes just to keep entertained <coughs> at work. Mm. Oh. Oh. So, <coughs> we have about a minute and a half. <coughs> would you oh. like? Would you like to go onto the track? Yeah. Um. So the next, uh, the last few songs. The first one is by a surf band called The Coffin Daggers. Um, the song's called Stella Vista. And you real? I can find. <laughs>
Touring. And we had we had Adam, I think, in December. Oh, the bass here. player. Yes, that's the bass player. Cool. He's he seems a very personable lad. Yeah, he seems like it. I'm sure he is. Uh, and then, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last song we just heard was by TSOL, and it's called No Time. Uh, that's a great song. That's, TSOL is one of like the first three uh, punk bands I ever heard. Um, the first the first punk band I ever heard was uh, Black Flag. I heard on the college radio station in Rochester, Minnesota, with Depression, and then a friend bought me a punk rock compilation album, which was the first track was TSOL. I don't recall what it was, and then it was Richard Hell Black Generation, which I always credit the Richard Hell track, but TSOL I. Yes, I heard it's the second punk rock song I ever heard, but that, I don't give them the credit they deserve in my punk rock musical shapings, whatever. No, it was actually Adam from the Reckless Ones that got me into TSOL. I hadn't listened to them before I'd met him, and I uh, fell in love with that band. So They're one of those bands that was pretty influential as far as like American punk. That They, they influenced a lot, but they don't really get much of a fair shake as far as name recognition, I think. It's also a weird name. T-S-O-L. It stands for something, but I've never had uh, the patience to look it up. I True Sons of Liberty. Yes. Yes, it is. I believe. I've, I've heard that somewhere. I may be wrong, but no, we'll just no, go No, no, I think you're tonight. right. I know um, 
they, they didn't code blue, did they? Oh, true sounds of liberty, I think. Not sung, sounds. Sounds very. <laughs> I mean, it's with an S and an O. <laughs> they, they did, uh, did code blue, didn't they? Huh? They did a track called Code Blue, didn't they? Oh, no, I, I don't know. Sorry, I just... There's, there's, the, the, I think, I'm fairly certain they did. There's a, there's a band called the Black Velvet Flag, which did, uh, lounge covers of, of classic hardcore songs, and, uh, uh, Code Blue was one. It's, basically, it's a song about, uh, intercourse with corpses. Oh, that's right. I, I think they said that it was by TSOL. <laughs> that that one passed me by, but uh, maybe I'm thankful for that. Actually. Black Velvet Flag is a, is a pretty classic band, though. They I mean they do a lot of like classic hardcore punk songs that done in lounge style. If you enjoy the style, um, well, I I don't, but I I enjoy the kind I guess the hipster irony of listening to a band do lounge versions of old hardcore well, songs. They did the, didn't they? Isn't there a lounge version CD of Misfits? Probably. I know I know there's um I've heard a a album that was all Moog keyboards. Uh there was Misfits tracks. I've heard one that was like the Misfits brass where it's all like French <laughs> horns and shit doing Misfits covers. There's even a Misfits uh, lullaby CD for infants. There's a there's a band that basically all they do is Misfits covers in surf. Really? Yeah, it's um Actually, that sounds have pretty that. cool. I, I, I need to look up what the name of the band is. No, it's not Lucifer. Um, it's 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 Crimson Ghost, oddly enough, That's which is the cool. name of their little skull face logo. Is the Crimson yeah. Ghost. Uh, Crimson Ghost does a tribute to Misfits album, and which actually has Jerry Only, who's currently being sued by Glenn Danzig. Which I was going to bring up when uh, earlier, gosh, what did you say? You had said, we don't talk about music news too much. And I was like, well, I was well, we can this just if, in. If we'd like. News. I just don't typically, because I just typically don't care. I don't, I don't really know any other music news, though, honestly. Well, do it up. Tell the folks. About, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah. Oh, but but but, but Glenn Danzig suing. Jerry only. Uh, and why? Uh, I read the article last night. Let's see if I can recap it. I think it's because over some stuff. Yep, hot topic stuff that is being sold there. And then I just read it, and it kind of went off on a tangent. About yeah, Jerry Only's response was very tangentist, saying that they think that Glenn doesn't deserve money because Glenn is only suing because he's not happy with his own merchandise sales. Uh, and Glenn's Glenn's initial suit is equally snarky, saying that basically saying stating Jerry Only as a late add to the band The Misfits. Um, saying he's a late ad with his qualifications being as he just got a bass guitar for Christmas. That's just kind Which of is kind of a dick slap. Doesn't everybody just kind of start out somewhere, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> both of them are kind of like a 
dick measuring. I'm an asshole, you're an asshole. Let's see who's the bigger asshole and who can make the other person look like the bigger piece of shit. This is the it's, problem with it's liking... Kind of, yeah. It's kind of high school. Well, that's the problem with liking bands that are... Like, the people are still doing music, you know? Or being like... You know, going out and about. Is, that's that's you know, the great thing about rockabilly is you only listen to people who are dead. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about running into people you kind of look up to and having you, them crush You don't your have spirit. to watch your hero by Kitty Litter. <laughs> Did you see that picture? Yeah, I saw that picture. <laughs> I love that picture. Because who doesn't love their kitty? I mean, besides me, I don't so have a So many people make fun of uh, Danzig. You know, it took me a long time. I, he's got great music. He's he's five feet tall. He <laughs> he doesn't want to play in certain venues that make him look five feet tall. Uh, sure, he got punched by a fat guy once and got knocked out. But I who felt, who hasn't had that happen? I felt bad about that because wouldn't it be so embarrassing? I mean, I mean, who, regardless of how how tough you are, if you get hit a certain way, you're going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. That's that's. I think that. That guy punching Danzig and knocking him out is is fucking that's that's inadmissible in the school of hardcore court. That's sad. I mean, I would I mean, have been embarrassed. I mean, yeah, it's it's he. So he got punched by a guy and he fell down. That happens to a lot of people <laughs> who get punched. A lot of people who get punched fall down. Um, yeah, that's so happens. so that's that's basically the episode. We got one track left. Um, now is the time on every episode where I say if you like the shit I play on this episode or on this show, uh, please go out and support the bands. Um, practice spaces are not free. Guitar strings are not free. Amps are not free. All sorts of miscellaneous music supplies are not free. Um, bands cannot continue to do the awesome rock and roll that they do without support from the listeners, from the fans who enjoy the things they they play. Um, so buy their CDs, buy their tapes, buy their records, buy their T-shirts, and all that sort of thing. Um, do that, support the bands, and the bands will continue to rock and roll as they do, if the gods will. Yeah. Uh, we got one track left, and uh, fuck, we're well over our time. Ten minutes over. I'm sorry, Zorch Radio. Sorry, Zorch. Let's just go on to the last track of the episode and then uh, move on to Zorch Radio, the last three hours of the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit here on Real Punk Radio. Um, I hope you enjoyed the playlist put together by Ariel of the Assassins as our guest host because it's pretty awesome. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, thanks for being here. Cheers. Are you still in the first? No, that's the second glass of whiskey, right? Yep, yep. I gotta take it easy. Oh, that's right. You don't have a designated driver tonight. No, but you know what? This tastes great. That's that's why I do the <laughs> show where I live. Because I, I did the show where I didn't live for a while, and I had to do the show sober. <laughs> and then I had listeners who told me that I need to start drinking again while I do the show. Because apparently the only thing that's entertaining about my show is that... I drink too much and I say things I shouldn't. I think the reason it's good is you just, you enjoy what you're doing. And that's well, a good I, thing. I do, but it's funnier when I say stupid shit. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Here's, um, 
Well, the song's playing now. This is the husband's in the basement because we're all in the basement. 